and welcome to the Nature Jobs podcast. I'm Julie Gould. This week, we've been celebrating women in science at Nature Jobs. And here on the podcast, I've been speaking to five inspirational women who have studied science, technology, engineering or math subjects and who have gone on to do some incredible things. We've already heard from Professor Francis Ashcroft. And yesterday I spoke to Roma Agrawal, a structural engineer at WSP. In this podcast interview, I'm with Una Ryan, an angel investor of biotechnology in the Bay Area in California. I met Una at the Sin BioBeta event at Imperial College London in April earlier this year, and she chaired the opening panel of venture capitalists from the Bay Area who were there to talk about what it is they look for in biotech companies and the difference between the biotech ecosystems in California and in London. The panel, although it was chaired by Una, actually only had men on it. And this is something that Yuna wants to change and she is very passionate about this. Yuna's got a great story to tell about how she recognised what she wanted to do with her life and never worried about the barriers that she could have hit. And she hopes to help other women and men overcome them too. As a small child, I was very inspired by a missionary movie I saw about a little boy in Africa who had Hansen's disease, leprosy, and he had to be taken away from his village. And I thought that was heartbreaking and that one day I'd set out to be a missionary doctor and I would cure all these terrible diseases. And, of course, I went into academia and sort of forgot about it when I realized that I didn't have to go around looking for mentors and all the things that women feel they need, that mentor was the small child inside me who had wanted to do some of these noble things and that I'd forgotten about in the rat race of excelling at university and all of the things that girls have to do to get ahead. And Once I had recognized that there was something I had wanted to do with my life, which was slightly less noble as I got more realistic, and that was to invent um, treatments, diagnostics, vaccines that actually, if they didn't save lives, reduced pain and suffering, I forgot about all of the hurdles along the way, didn't worry about glass ceilings, didn't worry about all of the problems. And so I then spent many very happy years running biotech companies and always was driven by the feeling that we had these great inventions and if we were so smart, why were we not making them available to everybody in the world? So I did a lot of whole world concepts, global health, and develop vaccines and clean water and diagnostics that could be available to people anywhere. And in doing those kinds of things, you know, (laughs) running a company takes all your time, traveling takes time, I realized that I was not paying attention close to home. I have children and grandchildren, and I wanted to spend more time with my family. And so I moved to California and thought about what is it that still needs to be done. And one of those things was I've been very fortunate to be successful in my career. I have enough money 
to help other people get started, not vast fortunes, but certainly enough to do that. And so I've become an angel investor, and I particularly focus on women-led or women-founded companies, and I invest with groups of other women who are also trying to promote women running companies. And I think what we need to do is just have more women on boards, more women running companies, more women filling the higher salaried positions in companies, and that it will correct itself. And I want to do what I can to promote that. And so I'm taking that approach rather than trying to remove any artificial barriers. I think women need to have confidence in themselves, but also be dedicated to what they want to do. If you want to do something, you're going to be solving problems of every type along the way. You know, it's hard bringing an idea into being a product that's useful. So dealing with the gender issues is just one of those problems. In Silicon Valley, where we have such a vibrant, wonderful set of ideas and generous mentors and great investors, we don't want to forget that one thing, and that is that women have a lot of ideas, are really good at running companies or being part of them, and I want to promote that. Why do you think there are fewer women running companies? I think partly it's because women think they may not be welcome, don't have the confidence to realize that it's not about numbers, it's about what you can contribute. If you're good at something, nobody's in your way. People will want you. So I think first and foremost, women need to have confidence. They need to realize that it's not unwomanly to pursue those goals aggressively and that if you have something to contribute, it's almost your duty to see that it gets contributed. We know that diversity on boards makes a difference. We know women can be good leaders. Women run countries, women can run companies. I just don't see any reason for women to lack confidence about this. So one of the things that I find particularly inspiring about yourself is that you had you, you reverted back to that small child that you were and, and you drew your own inspiration and love for science from that and that helped you overcome whatever barriers. You just walked straight through them and just pursued that goal. How can we get more female scientists to, to look back at themselves, at their younger selves and find that spark of passion that will help them go through that barrier like you did? Well, I think if you look back to yourself as a small child, you'll realize you had a sort of wisdom then. You had some big ideas, very noble ideas, very often, you know, whether it was being a princess and going off and fighting wolves or uh, curing a disease, you know, baking a particular cake. It doesn't matter what it was. I think you can often find a big idea and very often a very generous idea that you will find in children. And after all, the whole secret to life is doing something you enjoy and getting paid for it. So... My view is, is do think about what you wanted as a small child. And in my case, I was fortunate enough that it was 
something that I could pursue academically, become good at, and then execute on. If we all have these noble, wonderful dreams as kids and we want to pursue them, what is it in society that seems to be squashing this and that puts these barriers up in front of women, particularly in science? Well, I think we need more women mentors. So in addition to being um, an investor in women-led companies, and it's not exclusive, I invest in companies that that brilliant men start as well, but I, I spend a lot of my time mentoring both men and women because I've been around in the industry long enough to have made many of the mistakes that they will make. It's only from your mistakes that you learn, and I want to impart that wisdom. But I think for some women, and they've told me this, it's much easier to get that advice from another woman who's also had to struggle with being a wife and a mother and coping with a lot of the things that women have to deal with. And so I think we need more women mentors who will share their expertise of life in general and life in business in particular. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yuna is one of those women who's achieved so much in her lifetime, including having a family, working in many biotech companies and now helping others start their own even if she never became that missionary doctor that she aspired to be. If you want to know more about Nature Jobs, you can go to blogs.nature.com forward slash Nature Jobs or follow us on Twitter at Nature Jobs or even on Facebook. Tomorrow, I'll be back with the fourth interview of this Spotlight on Women in Science series. Thanks for listening. I'm Julie Gould.